Hello, and welcome to Dinner at Yiffenies with your host, Tekka Meyerhoff. Before we begin, I just want to remind everyone that we have our own Patreon. With tiers starting as low as $1 per month, you can show even more appreciation. Every member, no matter which tier you choose, will receive their own badge on the Dinner at Yiffenies website and a personal call-out at the end of each episode. Starting at the $5 tier, you will receive an exclusive Dinner at Yiffany sticker, and at our top tier, you will receive an even more exclusive t-shirt. All proceeds will be going toward paying for the podcast expenses, including paying voice actors and authors for their contributions. And if we have anything left over at the end of the year, Patreon members will get to decide which charity the remaining funds go to. I also want to give a shout out to the Voice of Dog, whose Ghost of Dog event is in full swing. Be prepared for spooky tales and spine-tingling chills. On tonight's episode, we present another story by the ever-wonderful Amethyst Mayor. We sincerely hope you enjoy Paddock Play, written by Amethyst Mayor. Well, well, aren't you busy out here? It could have been a question, though Skuggamull most certainly knew it was not. The mule's head shot up, the hint of a blush coloring the inside of his ears, though there was nothing there that had to worry his mind. He just had to pay attention, turning slowly as he set his tools aside from where he had been fixing the fence. The non-anthro mare trotted up with her head held high and her tail prettily flagged so that it streamed behind her. The big bay here was larger than him, even though he was a draft mule with a dappled coat. His work shirt unbuttoned a few inches to reveal the hint of lighter hair on his chest. Skugga often got warm in the summer months, but that didn't mean that he could just strip off and do whatever he wanted out in the fields when he was taking care of the barn and the stable yard. Drecky, however, didn't have any such qualms about throwing her head about so that her mane flicked to the side, black and wound through with pink streaks. She was bigger than him, easily moving on all four hooves as she skidded to a halt in front of him. Skugga shifted back on his hooves, snorting faintly. Hey, come on, he grumbled, protesting where he could not whinny. There's not much space here. I have to get this fence fixed. Or did you need something? His expression brightened. Ah, that would have made sense, yes. If Drecky needed something from him, that was something that he could do. He could help her out, and then she'd be on her way again. For there was something about the strong mare, the smirk on her lips and the glint in her dark eyes that made him weak at the knees. Damn it, Skugga, keep it together. Well, honey... The mare drawled, dragging out the syllables in such a way as to make the words more than what they were. I've got something I do need, yes, from you and you alone. He gulped, trying to appear composed, put together, smooth. Yet that was not usually the easiest thing for anyone, let alone him. Oh, yes? He smiled briefly, his long ears perked up and pointing forward. What is it? But Drecky was not in the business of explaining what she wanted. Oh, no. The mare merely turned around, peering back at him over her shoulder in rump, wriggling and shifting the weight of her buttocks back and forth, showing off a little bit more. Her tail perked up, and he grunted, trying to put his hands up to ward her off. Yet the mule should have known that there was no way at all for him to push her away, 
much less because she was so much bigger and stronger than him. In a way, he was just that submissive that he would have let the pushy, bargy mare do whatever she wanted to him, time after time again. Oomph! He groaned as she ground all the way back against him, his heartbeat fluttering in his chest, hands on her rump. She was too close, much too close. But there was nowhere for him to go as his hooves skittered through the longer grass around the base of the fence post, and he was forced down onto his buttocks, landing with a solid thump. It was far from comfortable, but it was never meant to be comfortable. Not for him. Not as the mare ground down over him, pressing her muscled rump back at him. Oh, Drucky! What? She smirked flicking her tail up higher, entirely unbothered by how Skugga wriggled and tried to get away from her suddenly winking pussy. The fold of her teardrop-shaped sex tugging up as her body responded to her own need. Drecky was not ashamed, no, not in the slightest, pinning him there with her weight as she flexed her hocks and allowed herself to sink back even more as the equine squirmed plaintively under her. With the fence against his back, Skugga didn't have anywhere at all to go. Which was exactly the way the boss mare of the relationship, however it played out, wanted things to be. Skugga's heart surged, but that was sn- Skugga's heart surged, but that was not something he wanted at all to let on to Drecky. Not as the big mare rolled her rump back in his face, his muzzle shamefully pushing into her folds. How could she sit on him when she was that big? It was as if Sai simply no longer had any meaning at all to her body, and he groaned, his fingers digging into the light give that her backside held while he tried to push her away. But the mule might as well have been pushing into a brick wall for all the good it did. Her body curved and well-rounded with functional muscle, a mare in peak fitness. Mm, no! He wanted to say no. He wanted to get her to stop. But Drecky wasn't going to stop. Not when she had such a kinky little partner pinned under her. Why, even him pushing back against her was intoxicating. The mare licking her lips slightly, grinding and humping as his nose pressed into her sex. <sighs> That's right, she chuckled. Worship me. Well, it's not as if you have much choice in the matter, sugar. I've kinda got you right where I want you. Skugga certainly agreed with that. Even as her butt rubbed into him, her short coat of brown fur bristling against him. It looked like she had fully shed out her winter coat, but the mule was too up close and personal with her to think about things like that. It was her size that overwhelmed him, his mind short-circuiting as he tried to work out just what she wanted from him. Worship? Was that it? He had, well, done things with Drecky before, but he didn't quite know how to read her yet. Maybe he would in time, though Skugga was still not quite sure how he felt about things, not truly. The mare, however, was going to take what she wanted from him one way or the other, as she sat on his face and he moaned, blushing heavily as his tongue slipped out. The mere slide and hump of her backside against him dragged his tongue back and forth, and the mare's grunting groans called him on. Mmm, yes. Worship me. Just like that. 
Demille's ears twitched as he blushed even more furiously, though the mare was far from done with him. She was the boss, and she was going to show him that, even as he lapped lightly, experimenting even though he was not fully sure what was going on, what he even wanted. Was she forcing him? Did he like it? He had not consented, but sometimes with Drecky, that didn't seem to matter at all. He groaned, ears flipping back softly, his hands roaming her hind end, teasing, rubbing, trying to explore. Skaga would not have been able to say aloud what he was doing, though that didn't seem to matter, not at all. For she humped and grunted, digging a hoof down into the dirt so that she could better gain leverage. That was something, something indeed that Skugga could lean into. The mule let her sex press against his muzzle, feeling the wink and flex and pull of it against his lips. It was a curious sensation, and despite the clawing, pulling heat in his body, the mule caught himself wanting a little bit more. Not that he would admit it, confused by the rise of desire in his sheath. It plumped out lightly as his arousal swelled, though his jeans hit it well enough for him. For the moment that Drecky was stealing from him was not really about him. Not even as Skoga got into it, groaning against her body, lapping over as much of her high nin and sex as he could reach. Oh yes, that's better. Drecky grunted, taking advantage of the moment, her flank shuddering with every great, heaving breath. That was what she had needed, her pussy winking, exposing the clip with every throbbing pulse. More. She needed more. But the stallion whose face she was sitting on, grinding back with every insistent lap of his tongue. Yes, he was not enough, and he would need training. For a first real session of humping into his muzzle and showing him just how she liked her hind end to be worshipped, he would have to do. And he would more than do. And deeper, she nickered. Mm-hmm. She flagged her tail over his head and swung it back and forth. Though it was not really a swish, not as the long, trailing hairs fell over his head. But Skugga was lost in the moment, lapping and nuzzling into her backside, using all that he had at his disposal to please her. The taste of her clung to his tongue as her sex drooled her juices lightly. Though he tried to gulp down as much as he could, even as it sank into his muzzle and the short hair there. However was he going to clean up? That was not something for Skugga to worry about, however. No. No, he had Drecky to serve. To do whatever she wanted. That was all he had to think of as he worshipped her, her hind end, her pussy, tongue dipping into her and scooping up against her folds again and again. There was a distinct lack of finesse in his administrations of the moment, though he didn't have to be delicate or refined, no, not at all. He only had to lap, to languish there, not to think of anything else. The mule grunted thickly in the back of his throat as his ears twitched, his ropey tail trying to swing back and forth, though there was nowhere for it to move. Drecky panted heavily, her sides heaving for breath, she threw her head up and climaxed, though it caught even her off guard. Her mane flopped from one side of her neck to the other as she tossed her head, her pussy pulsing and twitching, rippling even though there was no shaft inside her. 
She had trained the mule up in that soon enough, she thought dimly. She had trained the mule up in that soon enough, she thought dimly, pushing herself on even through the grip of her orgasm. Huffing hotly, she let pleasure roll through her, every throb of ecstasy bringing the mare to a new high, though it was hers to take, every last bit of it, and Drecky intended to lust for every last tiny moment that she could snatch up for her own. For that was all there truly was, the moment. The future would come when it was ready, and the past, well, that had already happened. There was nothing that could be done about that, only learned from. And what the mare had learned was that making Skugga worship her was invigorating, filling her with more energy than even a day of grazing would. He panted hotly against her sex, his tongue tracing the outside edge of her sex as if he was getting into it more and more, exploring her with a little less pressure grinding down on him at that time. Drecky shuddered and, to his surprise, pulled away. Her tail draped over him for a moment as a black fall of hair tickled his snout. He tried to follow her, but the mare shoved him back with an easy, dominating hoof shoved into the center of his chest. I'm not done yet with you, mule. Drecky grinned, flicking her tail and swiping the mule across the face. Although Skugga was breathless still and semi-aroused, he blinked up at her. He blinked up at her, the mare looming as she looked down on him. Meet me in the barn. She nickered, turning her back fully on him to saunter off with a swing in her stride. You and I have some unfinished business. And I think a mule could use some training. <laughs> he flinched, though need pulled and coiled hotly in the pit of his stomach, grass tickling his fingers as he rested a hand down on it. It was not as grounding as it could have been, though there was only one thing that Skugga could do when his eyes locked onto her thick back end, the ripple and pull of moving muscle luring him in. As if entranced, he rose following her to the barn. Whatever came of their time in the paddock, Skugga was going to see it all the way through. And with that, we've reached the end of Paddock Play by Amethyst Mare. Continue to listen here, as well as The Voice of Dog, where Khaki and friends bring you more wonderful tales from around the furry fandom. I'd like to give a huge shout-out to our Patreon members as well. In the top tier, we have Chestnut Luna, Dimbles, Fowler, and Wolflord. Being in the top tier, you have no idea how big that is for me and the podcast. It's truly humbling to have the support of amazing folks such as yourselves. The support you all have given is beyond what I'd ever imagined. From the bottom of my heart, I thank each and every one of you. For our other patrons, Agdor, Dream Merchant, Glared, Wasson, and Wolfie Wetfur, you guys are amazing as well. Each of you have been and continue to be instrumental to our success, and I'm proud to say that I know each of you. And to everyone who has listened to any of our episodes, thank you. Each and every time someone listens to our work, it really does mean the most to myself, the authors of these stories, and the voice actors that bring the characters to life. We hope to do this for a very long time and continue bringing you furry erotica from all over the furry fandom. We sincerely hope you enjoyed tonight's tale. Good night and come again. Again.